the Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, chosen for his purpose. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. There's something wrong with that picture. She wanted that man. But I tell you one thing, David had a heart toward God. David is a beautiful man. If you read his life, David came up with this. He said, Lord, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Didn't he say it? We don't need to say that today because the Holy Ghost ain't going nowhere. I can come beat you down with this microphone and drag you into the parking lot right before you kill me. But you see what I'm saying is that ain't nothing going to stop the call. Because God has a purpose for your life. He wouldn't put us out here preaching and then abandon us when the congregation gets mad. He just beat up the congregation. <laughs> huh? Yeah, so, 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 so David did a lot of wonderful things. He did a lot of beautiful things. That's why he's a man after God's own heart. So if you fall down, and if I'm talking to you today and you've already fallen, get up. Don't be known by the place you fell. Be known by the place you got up. Though a just man falls seven times, the Lord will raise you up. People may not forgive you, but God will. Because the calling on your life is bigger than mess. Bigger than people that are trying to turn against you. Jesus said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. And I ordained you. So we see the calling on these people's lives. And you know what? I thought, I thought about this. Abraham died in a good old age, 175 years old. And then, you know, Moses died and was personally buried by the Lord. And I thought about when David died, David didn't die on the battlefield. Watch how God watch out for his people. David didn't die on the battlefield, even though he had won every battle, except, you know, Israel had a problem with Ai, but, but they fought these battles. David died in his own bed. In his own bed. They love to get on the news and say, well, this, you know, this movie star died in the presence of his own family, in his own house, in his own bed. So we come public and we take our stand for Jesus and then we draw the fire from people that hate the Lord and hate us. But you notice the God of Jacob, the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac is I am. There's no one beside him. Now let me conclude like this. Here's another guy that the Lord called. Go to Acts chapter 9. Tell your neighbor this. No man can move God's anointing. 
That's why in order for some of us to grow, we need to go back and apologize to some people. Because it's blocking your blessings. Be free in the Lord to be free to apologize. It shouldn't take anything off of your, off of your uh, you know, it shouldn't diminish you. As a matter of fact, that's how you grow. So trials will shape our character. That's the only way to be conformed. You got to go through to get to. And you won't understand it all. But we'll understand it better by and by. By and by. When the morning comes. When all God go gathering on. We will tell the how we overcome. We'll understand it better by and by. Oh, by and by. When the morning comes, when all of the saints of God are gathering on, we'll tell the story how we overcome, and we'll understand it better by and by. Oh, yeah. I ain't Kirk Franklin, but I'm holding my own, baby. Yeah. At some point, you need to enjoy your journey with Jesus. At some point, you need to praise the Lord when you feel like it and praise the Lord when you don't feel like it because all your future is already secure. You are born again, seated in heavenly places in Christ and sealed and filled. Did you know that the gifts, plural, and calling, singular, of God is without repentance? That's Romans chapter 11, verse 29. God ain't going to give up on you. He's never going to give you up either. The things I've gone through in this city and other places has shaped my character. Folk get to messing with you. You know what y'all tell the Lord? Rise, Lord. Let my enemies be scattered. Matter of fact, scatter them seven different ways. And it ain't but four major distances on the compass. Anyway, north, south, east, west. I want them scattered seven ways. Let them know that they done touched the wrong thing. Didn't the Lord say don't touch my anointing? Didn't the Lord say don't do my sermons no harm? Anybody who touched the Lord's anointing will not be guiltless. We got a protection. And we don't have to pay the mob for this protection. Jesus is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. The Lord will fight our battles if we will hold our peace. You shall not need to fight in this battle. The battle is not yours. It's the Lord. He just want us to show up on the battlefield so he can show them up. Yeah. Let me, let me conclude. Now, you in Acts chapter 9? See, the calling comes with every need met too. <laughs> let me say that again. The calling comes with every need met. People that say that God called them and, 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 and you know, the church is drying up, finances drying up, something that happened. 
It has happened. We know this business, people come and people go, but God will sustain what he established. That even goes home with you. You may not have all the money you think you ought to have, but you ain't outdoors either. The one I'm talking about is still pulling bread out of bread and fish out of fish. And God is still good, everybody. Because the God of Jacob is our refuge. Did you hear that? The God of Jacob. Did you hear that? Jacob was a surplanter. Jacob was a terrible businessman. But God didn't leave him. Quit letting the devil make you think you've been abandoned because you can cuss three folk out and threw a brick through somebody's car window. You know, we may have to visit you up the street. <laughs> but maybe, maybe that's the only way that God could have given you a prison ministry. <laughs> he, he knew that was the only way that he could give you a prison ministry. Uh-huh. God is smart. And no matter how we cut up sometimes, his love for us never changes. His love endures. So if you fall down, if you sin, you get up, you confess, and you go on. Because the calling on our lives is bigger. Are you still here? Let me get ready to conclude this. Acts chapter 9, starting at verse 10. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. And he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street, which is called Straight. See, when you meet Jesus, we ought to change addresses too. What about just going down on Straight Street? Give all the stuff you stole that's in the trunk of your car and the smoking back there. Just take all the stuff back. <laughs> uh, and just tell the folk, look, I have sinned. And here's your stuff. Go down on Straight Street. Too many Scottish people still on Crooked Boulevard. Go down on the street which is called Straight and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus for behold he prayed. Now you know this is the guy that was going down there to, uh, to Damascus to arrest all the saints that was down there calling on the name of Jesus and he got arrested himself on the Damascus road. I hope you see some of you in here what I'm about to read. Watch this. In verse 12. And has seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he hath done to thy saints at Jerusalem. And here he hath authority from the chief priests to bind all that call on thy name. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name. See, when Moses went down there, Moses wanted to know, who shall I say sent me? Well, see, the I am is Jesus. But the revelation came in Matthew. 
Behold, the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me, unto me, to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. That suffering right there, that agony right there, caused that man to be able to write 14 books in the New Testament. The trial that David had, and the running away from Saul, all those years, we got all these songs. Listen, you got to understand the anointing on your life is to take us sometimes through sunshine and then shadows. But that's all right. God's purpose in all that is to shape our character. To shape and to mold us and, and, and to cause us to understand just because I decree a thing with my mouth, it may or may not come to pass today, but I'm waiting on Jesus. And the trials that we endure. You remember Jesus said, listen, this man is a chosen vessel. But Lord, he's hurting your people. Lord said, don't worry about that. I got all this. When God makes choice of you. See, my mission, part of my mission in this pulpit and in this church was to bring the spotlight sometime on the civil rights movement. The agony and the pain and all this stuff that's going around here, the elephant in the room that nobody wants to talk about. And when the Lord first sent me to Greenwood Acres, my family and I, in the summer of 1981, all people were talking about, God done sent us to Moses to lead us into the promised land. I was talking about faith like you wouldn't believe. And people were getting all kinds of stuff and this and that. But then when that turn came where they began to see themselves, they got mad. This ain't Disney World. Ain't no rat that big up in here. Huh? The Lord told the prophet, show the house to the house. Show the house to the house. Lift your voice up like a trumpet and show my people Israel their sins. And tell them that I'm the only way out. God told me to tell you today, don't you be weary in well doing. Because if you don't faint in due season, you're going to reap. God said, Paul, Saul, that's threatening the church. I got a call on his life. He doesn't know it yet, but I got a call on his life. So many people are asking the Lord, what am I living for? Why am I here? Well, I want to conclude like this. I need for you to go to 1 Peter, the second chapter. The Bible in another place talks about we are the generation of those that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. And the Lord tells us right here through the apostle Peter. Because God ain't going to give up on you. You can forget that. that that's not gonna, and God is not going to ever forget you. Because the righteous are in everlasting remembrance. 1 Peter 2 and 9. It moves from an individual to a whole generation. But you are a chosen 
generation. A royal priesthood. And holy nation. A peculiar a people of his own. Watch this. That you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Who in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God. Who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Now listen, we're a chosen generation. Out of all the generations that have come before us, God says you're a chosen generation. You know how that, that ought to work out sometime even in the mall with the chosen generation? Talking about Jesus. His good deeds and the things that he has done for us. The generation ought to be buzzing with the name of Jesus. Girl, it's so good to see you. Look like you're getting younger. Oh, baby, the Lord did it for me. Huh? Baby, just, you know, it's just so good to see you. Look like everything is well with you. It could be all torn down. You tell them, oh, yeah, God done made a way out of no way. A chosen generation that we should go forth and sing his praises. Everybody in the chosen generation. That's why, you know, I'm, I'm concerned because every time the church comes together, I'm trying to figure out now which generation is here today. I mean, some of the saints show up like God done beat them down all week. I ain't got no praises. I ain't got nothing in my mouth to say good toward God. Me and my husband Earl, we've been fighting all night. He done, he drowned the goldfish. It's just bad at my house and all that. And then you, you talk about, wait a minute. We are chosen generation to show forth the praises of him who called us out of darkness, right? So why do we bring all that stuff up in here unresolved? We ought to come into his presence with singing. Am I right about it? This chosen generation and a royal priesthood. You ladies going to like this. Listen, back in the day, only men were priests. They were the priests of their household. Oh, but today, every believer is a believer priest. Now, let me see if I can help somebody. What's the job of a priest? The job of a priest is to go into the presence of God on behalf of the people. What's the job of the prophet? To go before the people on behalf of God. So why is it then that you think that some of the priests can't go and intercede for people that have a need to be interceded for? Because their heart ain't right. Too busy in other folks' matters, too busy going through all those other changes. See, if the priests can't go into the presence of God for the people, then the people have no voice in the heavens. So God is saying, I need for you to live so you'll always have access to me. That's what I need for you to do. I need for you to clean up your act. I need you to forgive people. You're a New Testament priest. And the priest and the tabernacle were one. So since we're a chosen generation, a peculiar people, not weird. That we should show forth the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. We're not to run with the world. We're not to go in business with unbelievers. We're not to marry unbelievers. We're not to date unbelievers. We're not to vacation on a continual basis. All things been equal. We're no unbeliever. God, God said, listen, come out from among them 
and separate yourself. See, that's the only way that you're going to grow by them attacking you. Because <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen. When you separate yourself, you better make sure you have on all the armor. And borrow somebody else's armor if you need to, because it's going to break out. And you've heard that. You think you're such a big Christian. Who you think you are? I'm as much as you are. You ain't said none of that. You're just trying to get somebody born again and, and get them hooked up with Jesus. But now they got all this stuff to say about you. Listen, no cross, no crown. If you can't stand a little disappointment, Sometimes. Huh? If you can't stand to be lied on. Sometimes. If you can't stand a little disappointment. Sometimes. Remember. No cross. You won't have no crown. We have to stand against this world. Because the world is against God. So let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Don't sit in the seat of the scornful running down your brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. God, thank you Holy Ghost, God brought this back to me and I'm through. You need enemies so you can grow. Because God got a promise out there with your name on it. If you understand that you need people to come against you that's trying to decapitate you, destroy your good name, listen to what God says so you can get happy. This is what David said. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence. See, see. God ain't going to do it in the dark. He's going to let all these people know that he still got you. Huh? He still got you. Dad prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Watch the anointing. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely. I need a surely back up in there. Surely. 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 Goodness and mercy shall follow me how long? All the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. David said my feet were almost gone, but the Lord was my stay. Lord, when I'm overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns in the heavens above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns in the heavens above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Lift up your head, O ye gates. Hey, hey, hey. And be he lifted up, you everlasting doors. And the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? He's the Lord strong and mighty. He's the Lord mighty in battle. And he ain't never lost a fight. Hey, hey, hey. He's never lost a fight. And he never will. He's never lost a fight. He's never lost a sheep. And he never will. So you be encouraged today. No matter what's going on. 
you're a winner. You are a winner. You are a winner. And God always causes us to triumph in Christ. And make it manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. You be a good soldier. March on, soldier. Even when you don't feel like it sometimes, march on. March on, soldier. Even sometimes with tear-stained eyes. Wondering what tomorrow is going to bring. I got some good news for you. The one that's keeping you today will also have you tomorrow. It ain't as bad as it seems. When you glorify God in the midst of the battle, you're going to find yourself moving on. Be a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. You are blessed and chosen. Today's message, Chosen for His Purpose. FC 2669 FC 2669 is available on CD for only $10 and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana 71119 or email us greenwoodacres at comcast.net Now the question is, will I do his will and There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Will I... Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do 
as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. <laughs>